Greetings and good day. I thank you for blessing me with a few minutes of your time. As you might be able to tell, I'm a little under the weather, but God is still good. And through thick or thin, the word must come forth. Amen. So I pray that all is well with you and God is moving in a mighty way in your life. But if not, understand God is still in control and he sees everything going on with you and he will respond in a timely manner. Amen. If you don't mind, can I thank God for Google Maps? Because when I get ready to take a trip, I get my phone, the Google Maps app, and type in my final destination. The other day I was headed to Dallas, so I typed in the address I was going to, and the voice came on and said, turn onto Interstate 10 and travel on it for the next 200 miles. So as I was traveling for a few hours and was nearing the 200-mile marker, I was eagerly awaiting for my next set of instructions. I needed to hear her say, and let me know I was going the right way. I needed my next set of instructions because I hadn't heard from her in a while. So I refreshed the app and kept driving, eagerly anticipating and almost getting anxious to hear a voice. When all of a sudden she says, take exit 122 and in five miles merge right. My next set of instructions had come and now a calm and a peace came over me. And this happened several more times until I got to my final destination. So again, I say thank God for Google Maps. So with that thought in mind, today I want to talk to you from the thought of waiting for the next set of instructions is pivotal. And our main scripture will be found in Genesis 6, 1 through 22, Genesis 7, 1 through 5, Genesis 8 and 15, and Genesis 9, 1 through 17. And I'll start at Genesis 6 and 5. And I ask you when you get a few minutes, please read the whole chapter for yourself. Genesis 6, 5 reads as follows. The Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become and that every inclination of the thought of his heart was only evil all the time. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on earth and his heart was filled with pain. So the Lord said, I will wipe mankind whom I have created from the face of the earth, men and animals and creatures that move along the ground and the birds of the air. For I am grieved that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of God. This is the account of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked with God. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I'm going to put an end to all the people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. My focal point in this text is, so make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make room in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. So make yourself an ark. That leads us into point one. Initial set of instructions. In our focal text, make yourself an ark. God has given clear instructions to Noah, but I need you to understand this very important documented point. The Lord had not caused it to rain upon earth. That's Genesis 2, 5, and 6. Let me say that again. The Lord had not caused it to rain upon earth, but yet he had asked Noah to build himself an ark. Those were the clear and initial instructions to Noah. No rain on earth but make yourself an ark. As I sit here and read the text, Noah could do a few things. Trust God and his instructions, 
follow the directions given to him by the master architect or not? Because the instructions were so far fetched. What would you have done? Can I say this to you? Sometimes God will give you an initial set of instructions that can be downright scary, exciting, confusing, and overwhelming all at the same time. There are a plethora of emotions that you will and can have. Understand that the instructions that God gives you will be clear and concise, although they initially may cause you to pause and ask God, are you sure or did I really hear you right? Because in the natural mind, the instructions he might give you sometimes don't make a lot of sense. That's why it takes a lot of faith and trust in God, as well as to know your communication with God is real. In the text, God says, Noah, build yourself an ark. These were the instructions from God, the initial set. Can you imagine Noah thinking in his mind, why build an ark when there had not been any rain like ever? Like never, ever no rain on earth. Noah, build an ark. Those are God's instructions. So do you understand that your initial set of instructions from God may stretch your faith, be a little mind-blowing to you, and make you seem a little strange or crazy to others, to your friends, family, children, strangers? I can see in my mind's eye how Noah's kids responded to him building the ark. Mom, Dad said he's building an ark. Why? He said God told him to build it. Well, that's weird, Mom. What are the neighbors going to think when Dad piles all the wood in the yard? That's crazy, Mom. That's how my kids would probably respond. I say that is why your relationship and communication with God is vitally important. Because there will be things that God asks you to do that makes absolutely no sense to others and even sometimes to you either. But remember, he says, my sheep shall know my voice. I say the initial set of instructions will require you to really know God's voice and trust him. I mean, really trust him. Because as we see, some of the initial instructions can be a little interesting. But as we look throughout the Bible, we see some of the things that God asked and told people to do that weren't always popular or were not always easily comprehended. He told Moses to go back to Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go. Think about Ananias. Go to Straight Street and there's a man named Saul that's blind. God, but that's the guy that was persecuting Christians. Do you really want me to go to see him? Yes, Ananias, that's Saul. I need you to go see him. But Lord, this is the man that was persecuting Christians. I know, Ananias, this man is my chosen instrument to carry my name before the Gentiles and their kings and before the people of Israel. That's Acts 9. And more so, think about the disciples. Jesus says, drop everything you're doing and follow me. Can you imagine? What was in the minds of the disciples? They had to be saying, if not out loud to themselves, drop all we're doing, business and everything and follow you. Understand those were the initial set of instructions given to each of the aforementioned people. I say, imagine if God asked you to drop everything and to follow him. In the text, God says, Noah, follow me, build an ark, even though it had never rained on earth before. Allow me to say this again to you. It takes total trust in God to sometimes carry out his initial set of instructions when he gives them to you. I speak from experience. There have been times I've had to go back to God and ask him, are you really asking me to do that? Lord, are you sure this is you instructing me to do this? I call it my Gideon moment, but I had to step out in faith and trust God. 
And what I've discovered, as we see in this case with Noah, yes, those were the initial set of instructions. They were right. Can I ask you this? Are there any initial set of instructions God has given you? If he has, I say follow them because the initial set of instructions are the ones that get the ball rolling. We see that Noah heard God's initial set of instructions. And although different, different and or strange as they may have been or seemed at the moment, they were the ones that God gave Noah. And Noah had two things to do, obey them or disobey them. Just as you and I will have the same choices, obey or disobey. But understand this key point. Without following the initial set of instructions, there'll never be the next set of instructions from God. Noah was at a crossroads. God given instructions, build an ark, although it had never rained. Noah's choice, accept or deny, obey or disobey. You too will be at a crossroads if you don't find yourself there already. Initial set of instructions given to you by God. In the text, Noah accepted and was willing to obey God's initial set of instructions. And that takes us to point two, instructions with a planned purpose. Allow me to say this at the onset. God never does or asks you to do anything without a plan or purpose attached to it. Scripture says, so make yourself an ark of cypress wood, make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 450 feet long. 75 feet wide and 45 feet high. Make a roof for it and finish the ark to within 18 inches of the top. Put a door in the side of the ark and make lower, middle, and upper decks. I am going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens, every creature that has breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish. That's Genesis 6 14 through 17. The creator of the universe gave Noah instructions because he had a plan, but even more so a purpose for Noah. One of the things that I've discovered in my walk with God is this. Everything he does has a purpose and has been well planned out by almighty God. Therefore, the instructions that he has given with a purpose and a plan in mind, his mind, not necessarily yours or mine. And if you walk with God long enough, you too will learn that our plans don't matter, but his does. Scripture says it like this. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. That's Proverbs 19 and 21. So in essence, our assignments are to obey God and leave all the consequences to him, as well as do what he's asking, even with limited information, limited knowledge, even when it doesn't make sense, but knowing that the instructions are great and coming from Almighty God because he knows the plan he has for you. In the text, God had a plan for Noah. Make yourself an ark. These were the initial set. And now we see that God has given him a blueprint to follow, giving Noah all the things he needed to build the ark, the size of the ark, the dimensions of the ark, the type of wood to use on the ark, positioning of the doors, the type of roof, all provided to Noah by the master architect, God himself. Please understand God will never ask you to do something without providing instructions as well as provision for you. And like Noah, all God is asking you to do is to listen, hear, and follow his instructions. And I know that sounds pretty easy. All you have to do is listen, hear, obey, and follow God's instructions. But can I say, for most people, 
That's the hardest part. Obeying when the instructions are not what you expected or difficult to comprehend. Because in Noah's case, we have to keep the text in context. He was asked to build an ark when there had never been rain on earth before. But in obedience, Noah is following God's next set of instructions to a T. As God will ask you and me to do the same. Amen? If you don't mind, I'm going to stop right here. And we'll pick up part two of this message the next time we speak. So until then, be blessed.